Welcome to Business Leader Breakthroughs, where we help unlock the potential in you, your teams, and your business. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We share insights, experiences, and stories on achieving breakthrough success in business and life. In addition to a podcast, The Breakthrough is a coaching and advisory business that provides programs for business leaders, owners, and managers to develop your skills and capabilities to boost your business and enjoy a better life. To learn more, click the link in the episode show notes or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. Mike, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about meeting magic. Meeting magic. Uh, of course, one of the uh, topics in our active management program, I think we all know as business leaders that meetings are an essential part of how we run a, run a business. Um, they're certainly not the only, only way, yep. and meetings done well are a very, very effective tool in a, in a business. Meetings done poorly are an absolute killer. When we work exclusively with business owners, as we did for a long time, a lot of them we had to help them get over the line of being opposed to meetings and that was because perhaps in their corporate world in their corporate experience meetings were a place to go and kind of you know put your brain leave your brain at the door they took a lot of time from a lot of people and a lot of business leaders have just got a kind of um, a pathological distrust of meetings and that's just wrong you know they are still bringing people together face to face and having roundtable discussions it's just a really fundamental piece of human interaction. Mm. And no matter how virtual we get, and we know this because we've Zoomed and kind of remoted for years, nothing replaces yeah. that face-to-face, F2F we call it, F2F interaction. So it's really important that we learn how to run them well so that we all get the most out of it. Mm. And meetings done well will beat an email chain all oh, day, every day. All day. Every the day. amount of... You'll hear us talking about mindfulness at, at work as a critical concept, about developing the soft skills and emotional mm. intelligence. You get to use a lot of emotional intelligence in a in a meeting because mm. you read body language, you read tone, yeah. uh, you can see where people's attention and focus yep. and energy is. Yep. Uh, you don't get to see any of that in some of those other mediums like email no. or Slack or whatever channels you might be using. Yeah. And, and we're big users of that stuff. We use WhatsApp, we, we use yep. Asana, all those sorts of things. Sure. But nothing replaces a face-to-face yep. meeting. Yep. Run well. Run well. Done in, the, done in the right way. Yeah. Now, Mike, in our Active Manager program, you talk about uh, what can derail a meeting, mm. and there are, there are several of them. So can you help us today with some of the what we might observe in, that are taking our meetings off course, and then how we might get them back on track? Mm. Rerail? Is rerail the Rerail. Yeah, rerail. Rerail? Did you call okay. them rerail? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, rerail. Yeah, they're the usual, they're kind of the usual villains of, of meetings. Let's start with, you know, as we were talking about this, uh, I immediately thought of the topic changer. Mm. And I can remember this guy, I was trying to facilitate a strategy session, and this guy had this nasty little habit of chiming in on the conversation, on the discussion at point, you know, and kind of going, yeah, well, I think so and so, so. But then, you know, I think what we also need to do, and every time he would go, off like that to the topic he wanted to cover. Every single time he would steal the conversation. Uh, and look, what do we do? How do we rerail that? The mindfulness at work pieces is what's really going on here. Now, at one level, we could follow that guy down that rabbit warren. That's not mindful. Mindful is here's our topic. Oh, this guy is uh, making a little comment about that so that he can segue off into his track. If that's what's happening, I, as the meeting runner, Need to, need to kind of manage that. And you interrupt. 
actually because what they're doing is rude. They're taking the platform and making it their own. They're hijacking the meeting. So the hijacker, you just go, yeah, look, can we just can we just hold on to that thought? You can let them finish or her finish, you know, just let them let them go and just say, okay, um, good point. Let's just kind of park that one for the moment and come back to. So, because you're running the process. Yes. You're the leader running the process. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's a goodie. What about the uh, people that perennially turn up late oh. to, our, to our meetings? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and I think everybody has this problem. One of our active management program clients said, the really interesting thing about this program is it's the only meeting, the CoLab meeting is the only meeting that people turn up to on time. Great testament to the program, sure of course. Is. But, you know, and I think all you can do there is, well, number one is, be there on time yourself because as the leader you set the tone if you're late everybody else will be late so number one be there on time yourself second start on the dot never recast never go back over you know for the benefit of those who come late here's what we've been talking about for the last five minutes never i used to wait you know when i was running seminars i'd wait oh you know i need a few more bums in the seat etc you know and somebody said look i made the effort to get here on time mm -hmm. how about you start mm -hmm. all right fair point so just start uh, and people will either work out that they're going to miss out and if that's their call, that's their call and then, you know, that's their choice. Yeah. And I think when you first set a meeting up, actually uh, agreeing what the framework and the must-haves for the meeting are, so you get everyone yeah. to buy in at the beginning yeah. going, hey, you need to be here on time, we are going to be starting on the dot, there will be no recap, yeah. you know, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, setting those yeah. ground rules really yeah. helpful, helpful yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, what do you do with the dominator, the person that just always oh. wants to take over the conversation? There's always one. At least, sometimes two. So actually, as I think about it, it's probably quite often me. <laughs> and, um, and as our good uh, friend and fellow coach Britta would say, and what will you do when you hold up the mirror? Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, I'll just turn it around. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What I tend to do with people who make a lot of contribution in the meeting, as soon as they, I find a gap, cut them and move to somebody else and invite others to speak. And what do others think? And sometimes if it goes on, I will actually say, um, Ryan, <laughs> Mike, actually, let's be honest, Mira, Mike, loving your, loving your contribution, but I'd just like to hear from somebody else. And all you're doing, again, you're just paying attention to the process. Because yes. people like me, we know we talk too much. Mm. And, mm, and we <laughs> Beautiful voice though, we love oh, the sound of it. Mm, dulcet. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm perfectly relaxed if somebody says, you know, let's hear from somebody else. It's, I know that it's the game. You're not offending anybody by just, by just simply saying, you know, can we just, just hold your view for a minute? Let's hear from somebody else. Mm. Polite, yeah. constructive, yeah. professional. Yeah. Yeah. And what about when we get into this uh, repetition loop? Um, sometimes as individuals, sometimes as the whole meeting where we, we feel like we're going round and round in circles, yeah. talking about the same thing. Yeah. Uh, we might be reinforcing what's already been said, but yeah. it has been said. Yeah. What do we do when we've yeah. got the repetition loop happening? I think one of the great skills of a, of a meeting runner is to summarise. It takes practice and practice and practice um, and doing it deliberately and mindfully is especially when the conversation is starting to kind of loop, again, you're aware of it rather than running in the loop yourself. It's a simple summary that summarise that point the person is making. So what I hear you say is dot, 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 is that correct? And they say, well, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they go, okay, so that, and you box it. And then when they come back to it, as they will, because these, these tend to be one trick ponies, they've got a thing on their mind. And you say, but I think we've got that point understood what you said, got it. Now, can we, you know, and again, you just push the meeting 
to somebody else. Mm-hmm. People who are particularly fixated on things, and people do get like that. I, I, even, even I, even I may get a bone that I want to kind of be somewhat dog-like with. Yes. I don't mind being told to kind of let it go, dude, you know, yep. kind of major point. Yep. Yeah, loud and clear. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. And I think overarching here is one, the the mindfulness, so yeah. the awareness of what's going on in the room and Correct. that we are seeing these things. The second one is that term psychological safety within yeah. teams that we, you know, yeah. you're very comfortable with me going, Mike, we've heard you, we've we've done it, we're yeah. moving on. Yeah. Fine. You know, and, and you've got to have that kind of trust in, in a team to be able to do that effectively. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah for okay. sure. How about how do we handle the uh, different types of processes so in our team we have how a, do we handle these a talk right? out loud processor <laughs> uh, for those of you not in video I'm point, pointing at Mike he's uh, he can uh, process very quickly talks out loud he can formulate ideas and make decisions very quickly I am the uh, what I call the silent processor hmm. I just need I just need five or ten seconds of everyone could you please shut up so I can work my five way so I can <laughs> Okay, maybe occasionally a little bit longer, um, so that I can process it. I kind of map it all out in my head, and then I'm I'm pretty quick again to decision. And then we have team members that are overnight processes. Yeah. So they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. take that on board. That's good. Yeah. I can't give yeah. you my decision, my kind of feedback right now. I need to think about it. Yeah. How how do we manage that in the in the meeting environment? I think it is just understanding people's different processes, and they're pretty much the extremes, the kind of think out loud type. I can remember saying to my wife early on in, in our you know in our relation, you know, before we married and all that kind of stuff, we actually worked together. She'd say after the meeting, Oh, I thought so and so da da la and I'd go, Why didn't you say something? She said, Well, you know, I was just kind of working out getting getting my points together and then waiting for the opportunity. And by the time that happened, the conversation had moved on. And I said, Oh, Oh well, I look. I don't even know what I think until I start talking, and she, her jaw dropped. She said, no, seriously. Oh my god! And pretty much from that day, she did. She started doing that. She just dive in. Yeah. And look, her career just rocketed. Mm. Seriously, she made such a uh, you know obviously a great contribution to make. Sure. Uh, but just switching that that process. So she was too too much processing as a as a meeting leader. You know, between you and I, I've, you know, you and I have worked closely for a long time, and, and I have got to the point of zipping it rather than rushing. You know, when I've said something and you're sitting there and I'm thinking, he hasn't heard, he hasn't heard. There is, did I say anything? Is there anything actually going? What? And I'm still waiting. I could just about set the timer. And in the and early on, I would kind of jump in to kind of clarify or push you along or you know help you find the words because come on, come on. Uh, I, I've now learned, I think, Ryan, you have, I, I, think, you have. I think I just, and I say to people, you know, like with others in the room, like when our, in our board meeting, I'll, I'll say to the chairman, just, just give him a minute. <laughs> and I think in part, that's part of the trust thing that goes on with a team and the meeting leader saying, Ryan, what do you think? And then just waiting. And, and I think, may have even, I think I've even done this, probably have. Uh, I can remember times where people will want to jump in because there's a silence. So it's just, you know, just, just, just a second. It's your job as meeting leaders. Yes. You are running the traffic, you know, um, and it's a it's a responsibility and a piece that you've got to pay attention to. And if you know that you've got an introvert or a or a processor or a silent processor, you've got to give them space. And to that psychological safety piece, they've got to have space mm. to process their thoughts. And then and then deliver in their time. Yeah. 
So again, it's just being mindful of how different people process things. One more, what do we do when we find our meetings running out of time? Because that's a you know, continuous experience for many people in many organizations where the meeting seems yeah. to be going well, they're deep, but they're like, oh God, we've only got like five minutes left, left mm. to do. Mm. What do we do? I think again, that kind of art of summarizing, trying to wrap the discussion and then uh, set up another meeting for another discussion. So this is where we've got to right here. And these will be the points that we want to kind of take on Going, going into the next meeting. In general, we should probably, and again, this is another kind of, um, what do they say? My eyes have seen further than my feet have trod, yeah? I always have a thing in presentations that I'm gonna run out of material. So I tend to kind of ease in slowly and warm up, and then you have to run quite quickly at the end. Yes. So, um, yeah, my lifelong quest has been to uh, finish on time without just chopping a whole lot of content to say, oh, we'll come back tomorrow and do that. And part of it is just pushing myself along at the start. Mm. And it's the same with meetings. And the other piece, of course, is to do the most important stuff first. Yes. You know, to be really careful about the agenda. Um, I was in a board meeting where we always used to run out of time for the big strategy discussion. We'd spend all the morning and half the afternoon on operations and then, oh, um, about our positioning and what's going on in the industry. Ah, oh, sorry, I've got a plane to catch. My strong thing was turn around. Oh, did you know? Start with strategy, start with the mm-hmm. big picture, industry market, etc. And then at the end of this time, we can do the updates on where we're at with the operational stuff, mm. the, the management stuff. Mm. And particularly in a board context, that's, yeah. the, that's the job of the executive team to running the operations. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yes, of course, some insight for the board is useful, but um, mm. work on those other, other elements is, is far more, more critical. That's true. Generally, that's true. Mm. Mm. So because we know that one of the good things to do in a meeting is to summarise where we've got to, let's do that for this podcast. Let's summarise. Are you going to do that? Well, I think I would summarise. My summary point would be the job of the meeting leader is to observe what's really going on. That's the mindfulness of workplace, which is what's happening in this meeting. It's actually very common sense in terms of dealing with derailers it's perfectly obvious what you do with them. And you be professional and you be direct, they get it, so long as you're both those things, so long as you're not you know, rude and, and, yes. and cutting them off. Yes. But the real key bit is to know what's going on. Is that a summary? I think it's the perfect summary because it's the, if there's one thing you could take into your next meeting is to be mindful of what's going on in the room. Pay attention to the dynamics. If you're paying attention to those dynamics, as you say, they're actually pretty easy to manage if you're aware of them, but keep that awareness front and centre and you'll be amazed how much more effective and efficient your meetings become. And and you just follow your instincts. You just listen to your own instincts. You think, gosh, this person seems to be hogging the airwaves. If you think that, they are. Mm Mm-hmm. If you think that somebody is being uh, negative, uh, they probably are in mm. a conversation with them outside the room or whatever, or that they're kind of um, hogging the agenda or steering it, follow your instincts mm. and be deliberate about managing mm. that process. And bring active mindfulness to uh, what's going on in the room, but also to yourself. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, it all starts with, starts with us. Yeah, yeah that's the hard mindful. one actually, especially, you know, kind of talking too much. And if you're, uh, if you're running the meeting and actually... You've got all the best ideas. Well, of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> Never happens. Hold up the mirror. Hold yep. up the mirror. Yeah. Uh, thanks, team. Appreciate you joining us today. If you've got any insights in what makes great meetings work for you or experiences you had in your environment, uh, throw us a comment, drop us a line. We'd uh, love to hear and have those shared out with our audience. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Cheers.